the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, here we go. We will see what happens. And back by popular demand, I heard this at a Tea Party meeting, at some Republican and other events where I was speaking. But I think the person who absolutely convinced me once and for all that it was 100% required that we start our shows a certain way was none other than the American patriot, the great American, Eric and his beautiful and lovely wife. So let's go with good, and it's not morning anymore, good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the show that is unafraid to tell the truth, that is unafraid to use, you know, dangerous, woke, oppositional words like patriot and uh, God bless America and the things that, um, I don't know, get my heart beating faster, get my hair standing up on end every now and then. And uh, just make me want to get up early and work late to make sure that we save the greatest, most secure, most prosperous, and simply most successful country the world has ever known. Because we are on a precipice. And Republicans are getting together tonight. We're broadcasting live from the ranch, the Ranch Country Club in beautiful Westminster. It's out off of Tihone and 120th Avenue, just west of I-25. You can get tickets still to get in here tonight for the Reagan Roundup, which uh, the way things are shaping up looks pretty darn good. Dance floors going, the flags are everywhere, live music. You'll probably hear it in the background throughout. The event doesn't kick off till 6 o'clock, so um, plenty of time to get out here if you are interested. Tickets available at the door. The address for the ranch, I had it written down. We had to run and... um, let me click over here so I can get that for you, because I, uh, I certainly want you to get here if you can. It's 11887 Tihone Street, 11887 Tihone Street, the Ranch Country Club in beautiful Westminster. What a gorgeous night. They've got me sitting facing west, looking out beautiful windows across a gloriously mass- massive patio with trees and a golf course and the mountains. Off to the west, the rain seems to have passed us by now, and uh, and people are starting to roll in. You can hear the noise in the background. I believe we'll be joined by Colorado State GOP Chairman Christy Burton-Brown later on in the show. Tig Tegan is on schedule, um, and I did it again. Its name is Tigan. We all call him Tig Tegan. I don't know why, but Tig Tigan, one of the heroes of Benghazi, um, we're still working on getting him connected for the 6 o'clock hour of the show because new details on those horrific 13 hours of Benghazi. Of course, he was one of the heroes there that day and um, always loved being joined by uh, one of the true patriots doing battle here in Colorado with all of us. That's John Tig Tigan. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll check in with Tony Smith. She has got an organization called Power of 500. And um, or the presentation is Power of 500. The women, We the Women is the organization. I'm having to pull this all off of memory. One thing about live remotes when you show up, 
and they set you up right next to the band and the speakers, and <laughs> you get all plugged in, and you go, hmm, I just don't feel like this is going to work very well. So we had to get creative really fast, and we did. But uh, Tony will join us. I'm going to be honored to speak, uh, present to that group on, let's see, I've got a bunch of stuff this week. I think it is Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night at the Rock Church. And Heidi Ganahl will be there, State Representative Mark, and U.S. or State Senate candidate. Sorry, Mark, I know you're you're working that way, but State Senate candidate Mark Baisley will be there. Gubernatorial candidate Heidi Ganahl, Robin Coran uh, used to work with the Buck campaign and done a whole lot of other wonderful conservative and um, very activist roles in her life so looking forward to telling you all about that our phone number is 303-696-1971 303-696-1971 if you'd like to join the show and um, i just got done laying out my library i thought folks might be interested in um, some of these i get these great gifts it's fun being chair of the arapaho tea party and um, republican national committee man and getting invited to places because you know, I'm just honored to go and get asked to speak and interact with folks and hear what they're thinking and, you know, make my suggestions or uh, have some input into everything that we're trying to do to protect our state and save our country. And I walk away with goodies. And sometimes it's a bottle of wine or a dinner certificate or a great book. And tonight I laid out my library. Tancredo, I was Trump before Trump was cool. Suppression, deception snobbery and bias why the press gets so much wrong and just doesn't care ari flesher gave me a copy of that at the last rnc meeting you remember him he was a george bush uh, press secretary and so you know you can uh, you can take that for what it's worth not particularly a fan of that administration i'm at a republican event tonight so i'll be good but he obviously somebody who understands communication and understands the press and certainly understands the disaster, the last two disasters that have stood up in front of that podium and conducted White House press conferences. Man, oh, man, it is a hilarious book. He told some amazing stories, and uh, we're going to get him on the show here one of these days. Good evening. How are you doing? Say again. Hi, Victoria. It's nice to see you. Thanks for coming over. And then the last book I brought, just because I thought folks might be interested, is My American Life, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert with a forward by ten, uh, Ted Cruz. And I thought about not bringing it because of the, you know, the private message in there, but that's okay. I'll just uh, sort of direct people away from that page. And then the buttons. These were a tremendous gift, and I think they came to me at a Tea Party meeting. I don't remember, but these old campaign buttons, polls, meaning Polish people, for Reagan Bush, 84, What's this one? I can't read it upside down. Oh, yeah, Koreans for Reagan Bush, 1984. Chinese for Reagan Bush, 1984. I think I've got some others. I just haven't dug them out yet. But uh, it really should be a lot of fun tonight. It's a southern, south, southern barbecue and uh, dancing and music and obviously some politicos. I'll be addressing the group tonight. And I'll tell you, I think what I'm going to be talking about is where we're at right now as we're five weeks and three days away from election day and only 16 days away from when ballots get dropped in the mail so you know the election the voting really begins in just a little over two weeks it's unbelievable that we've come this far and i heard the latest trevalker poll and uh 
Uh, it was a little disappointing because it showed Joe O'Day dropping a point, six points now away from Michael Bennett in the U.S. Senate race, and Heidi Ganahl dropping a little bit away from Jared Polis, eight points in the Trafalgar poll. And remember, Trafalgar was the one that actually and accurately picked the uh, uh, the Trump victory, while all the other polls, nine-point defeat, 12-point defeat, 17-point defeat. Oh, how I love the looks on all of the pundits' faces as that election rolled out in 2016. But there's a month to go. And the most spending, the most advertising, the most attention will be paid by Coloradans and voters. And man, oh man, if you saw any of that debate between Heidi Ganahl and Jared Polis, it's, it's hands down not even a competition if people can get the word out. So it's time to dig down deep and uh, throw some pennies out if you can, $5, $50, $500 to the candidates of your choice, Heidi Ganahl especially. Uh, you know, I know Joe Day has got money and he's been willing to spend it. So, um, And Heidi, I imagine, will do everything she can as well. They're both very successful people. But um, w- with the difference in the two candidates... A lot of Republicans are having difficulty getting fully behind Joe O'Day, and that's one of the things that I want to talk about because I was at the I was the invited speaker to the Bandemir prayer meeting last Wednesday, and uh, wow, what an experience that was! It was just oh, it was something that I really, really needed. It had been a long, hard day, some grueling litigation, some just I don't know, not negative, but just battle. Sometimes you're just fighting about things in the legal profession that you just don't understand why people want to waste time and money fighting over that. But I got out there, and I was riding the Harley, so that's always a good night, and um, couldn't get right to Bandemir because the uh, darn 470 was closed. Seven or eight car crash, very serious accident. Because I was on the Harley, I just got over there on the side. <laughs> Didn't make some people happy, but zipped on up. Got off at Alameda, made it in, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes late. Wound up having a wonderful conversation with the Bandemirs and the prayer group. And the conversation we wound up getting into was why, uh, you know, I'm a Republican National Committee man, so of course I have a duty to try and promote our Republicans, and so I'm doing that the best I can. We also have our principles and our positions and the things that matter to us. And uh, I have come to the conclusion with Joe Day, regardless of his stance on certain social issues, that we have to vote for this man. And that was really the, it was an interesting debate, because you can imagine at a Bandemir prayer meeting, which has really become kind of a political group as well, uh, really not kind of, I mean, they're having candidates, they're teaching, you know, giving people uh, connections and ways to get out and involved and poll judging and poll watching and different things like that. But a very pro-life group. And folks were just saying, I'm just not going to do it. I can't do it. And I think I made some headway. And, and here's how I look at it. We'll talk more about this. 303 is the number, by the way. It's not about the individual issue now that we're past the primary, not that we're he- now that we're heading into the election. This is a battle against evil. This is a battle against unilateral Democrat control. This is a battle against a momentum in this country that with unilateral Democrat control has pushed us so far to the left so quickly 
that we have to use every tool, every power available to us to push back. And that includes Joe O'Day. You know, think of the weak men in the Bible who stood up at the right time or did the right or even seemingly did the wrong thing, but led all forward as part of God's plan. Joe Day will be with us on many, many things, but whether he is or not, defeating the Democrat, defeating the incumbent, beating and switching those majorities, every seat matters. Look, on a national basis, things are looking pretty darn good for Republicans. Don't listen to the idiots who don't know any better and tell you differently. Ron Johnson has pulled ahead in Wisconsin. Um, the wonderful... Uh, the football pro, the football hero. Come on, brain. I tell you, you know me and names. Herschel Walker uh, has, I believe, pulled ahead in his race as well. And even Dr. Oz, the late to the party, brand new, not very experienced politician, obviously, is closing the gap, getting within two or three points of his brain dead, sort of Joe Biden clone. Only that guy actually had a stroke. Um opponent there in Michigan. So, or I'm sorry, in Pennsylvania. So it is very, very important that we get behind this Republican, no matter how much he offends our Republican platform, no matter how much he offends our grassroots, God-fearing, country-loving, baby-protecting priorities, because it's not just about the issue. It's about bashing and backing down the radical, dangerous Democrats. So I will be voting for Joe, and uh, I'm encouraging, and I will encourage folks. I know there will be people here tonight that are saying nope on life, on gay marriage. And listen, I'm, I'm not supportive of gay marriage. I am supportive of gay people having the same legal rights that we do. But for me, marriage is a God thing. And so conversation for another day. Everybody should be able to love who they want as long as they're adults and have the same rights to protect and and visit and inherit and all of those kinds of things. I, I have no problem with that. It's the terminology that's been co-opted. It's the, the heart, mind, and soul of America that's being sucked out by these lefties, by these radicals in charge of the Democrat Party. And even a Joe O'Day is a tool that we can use to back him down. All right, we need to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Tony Smith, and uh, she will tell us about the Power of 500 event next Thursday at the Rock Church in Castle Rock, where I'll be speaking, Heidi Ganahl, Mark Baisley, and others. She should be joining us next when we return here on 710 KNUS. Mm-hmm. Rowdy music, and it's getting rowdy here at the Ranch Country Club in Westminster as we get ready for the Reagan Roundup, the Adams County GOP fundraising event, dancing, southern barbecue, politicos talking. I'll get to address the group a little bit later, and we'll be talking about how important it is to vote for every Republican up and down the ticket to send a message to Democrats whether you like them or not. So good to have you here. People are rolling in. It's going to get noisy in the background, but, uh, you know, we'll just shout them down. And uh, we're going to be talking to a great guest in just a moment, Tony Smith, about an event where you can join me and others, including our own 
Deborah Flora from 710KNUS coming up on Thursday. But real quick, it's always hard to get a connection with Jack in Wyoming. Let's see what Jack's got to say. Jack, welcome to the show. Yeah, Randy, I'll try to be quick. But what you had to say about uh, Joe O'Day was was absolutely magnificent. And I don't understand how somebody as young as you can be as smart as you are because it's taken me 80 years to get there. I mean, I'm just absolutely shocked. And when I first started talking to you, I didn't think you had much potential. But I think you and Matt Dunn are going to go very, very, very far. And I think Kelly Michaels in 710 uh, KNUS is going to fail. And that's my, that's my considered opinion, and you can preserve that for the record. And I'm not an amateur to talk radio. I follow it very closely. But I think you and, and Matt are winners, and I think Kelly Michaels is a loser. That's all I have to say. Well, all right, Jack. Uh, appreciate your comments. Obviously, I'm going to stand up for my boss because I got to tell you, um, the people at 710 KNUS have been absolutely remarkable. Um, in spite of all of the stuff that's going on, including, uh, you know, Eric Coomer and Dominion uh, pushback and litigations and everything, I still have a voice. Uh, Matt Dunn has, uh, gosh, I, what is it, 10, 15 years now on Backbone Radio? Uh, there is always a place for every voice, as far as I can tell, on 710 KNUS, as long as you, you know, tell the truth about what you're doing and what you believe. Uh, it doesn't matter what that is. And uh, so I'm pretty grateful for the op- opportunity. I believe we'll be getting the third hour. And as far as, uh, I, I think Jack was commenting on me being moved to nights, but my God, you're making room for a radio icon who wants to come back to the job. And so... As a business decision, I get it 100%. It's going to be interesting, though, as we learn more and more about the dangers of these uh, vaccines. More and more people are getting sick. More and more people are dying, having strokes. Young people, models, actors, actresses, politicos, uh, you know, having heart attacks and, and all of the things that are going on will be proven to be right. We'll see what happens in the 2024 election. We'll see how good we do in this 2022 midterm. The proof as Joe Biden said recently, is in the eating of the pudding. Um, but I'm happy to uh, still have access to this microphone and, and spend that time. Jack, I do appreciate your support as well. All right, let's get to our great guest, Tony Smith. Uh, have not met her yet. We'll be meeting her next Thursday, um, about 5.30, 6 o'clock at the Rock Church in Castle Rock for an event that I'm now very excited about especially since I'll be getting to speak as well. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You better believe it. And get up close to that microphone. I've got a lot of noise here, so I need to get a nice, clear voice from you as well. Um, Can you hear me better now? Yeah, that sounds good. And um, so talk to us a little bit. First of all, who's Tony Smith, and how did you get involved in uh, activism, the power of 500 or We the Women? Tony Smith is just a regular citizen who, after the 2020 election, decided that we had to do something. We had to help. And like so many other local liberty groups and patriotic organizations taking an active part in protecting our constitutional Republicans, we started We the Women. We started with a small group, and we've grown quite a bit since then. Our, our, That's our very group cool. Has, which I like if well, I go could, ahead and I'd tell like me just a little bit about you. We the Women. What what is that? What is it doing? And uh, and what are your goals with it? 
Let me first share the mission statement with you if I can. We created sure. that when we started our group. And it's to form a strong group of like-minded women who want to help affect change. Women who are willing to work together to gather knowledge to be able to speak out against the overreaching actions of our government. Uh, we want to stop the culture of division, control, and censorship, which is rampant right now. And we want to stop everything that is uh, affecting our liberty and individual rights in our schools, elections, economy, and choices. Our platform so far has been to take action to bring back the values and freedoms that this country was built upon. We accomplish this through public awareness, affiliations with elected officials, and working with conservative organizations at both the state and local level. And we believe that positive actions at the grassroots level will give others the empowerment to speak out, get educated, uh, get excited, get involved, and affect change. Wowzer, you guys put some thought into that bad boy. You are a serious organization, clearly. And i got to tell you, in, whether it's been at CPAC or at RNC meetings, uh, different places around the country and some of the other events that I've been involved with, I am just finding these powerful women's groups popping up everywhere. We saw what they did in Virginia. We saw the, the moms who were so angry about uh, the lefties who say that they get to t- decide what our kids learn and uh, that parents shouldn't be involved in that at all. And um, this is part of, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is all part of the great awakening that I've been talking about for a number of months. People have now seen, and maybe this is the one blessing from COVID-19, but people have now seen just exactly what's been going on in our schools. And now they, for the last two years, have gotten to see what it's like to be under unfettered Democrat control. And they're sick of it. We have an education division that attends and speaks out at our school board meetings. They're active in reviewing the curriculum. We have a team that's reviewing all of the reading materials, and it's amazing what some of this reading material entails. And we're working towards stopping the indoctrination of the kids. You know, and then we have a legislation division that works specifically with going to town council and commissioner meetings, uh, and also uh, educating the people about the various legislative actions. So our group is, you know, about having events. We've had round robins with uh, delegates, uh, and we've had debates. We've had grassroots training. We've had a six-course class on the Constitution to help people know the Constitution. So we have, our, our, our thought is to first get people excited, then to get them educated, and then to get them involved. Just love it. How big is the group so far? I think we have between two and 300 members uh, at this point. But again, our group is based on action, not just on just not not just on a Facebook concept. So we have people sure. who are actively involved. And so we're are looking these folks, for more members. Are these uh, is this all in our general area or um, is this a national group? I just don't I don't know anything about it. So far, it's local. We do have a men's group that's uh, pretty much in the Douglas and Jeff- Jefferson County. We have a Jefferson County chapter. We are starting in January uh, an Arapahoe County chapter. So, so far, it's just in Colorado. And as we feed ourselves a little bit better and get a little bit more uh, involved in what we need to be active in, uh, we'll branch out from there. And this power Talking of 500... With- yeah, we're talking. Hold on a minute. We're talking with Tony Smith from We the Women, and the event that's coming up on Thursday at the Rock Church in Castle Rock is the Power of Five Hundred. Turn it back to you, Tony. 
So basically, the power of 500 is to get people excited enough to approach other people about getting out, getting the vote, getting them informed on the candidates. I loved what you said about Joe O'Day. There are so many people that have opinions about what they do and don't like. But at this point, we just have to get the Republicans in office. This is an approach to help you do that. And along with uh, Leah Southwell, who will do about a 40-minute presentation on how to do that, we're also going to have Mark Baisley, who's running for state Senate. We're going to have Deborah Flora, who's going to talk about the education factor, and Robin Coran, who's going to talk about, uh, she's with Truth and Liberty. She's going to be uh, talking about the Christian vote and getting that involved. Gabby Reinhardt is the high school uh, liaison for the youth conservative high school groups. And, of course, we're going to have uh, Heidi Ganahl, and we all need to support her. I did go to that debate in Pueblo. She was awesome. And then, of course, you, and I look forward to that. Boy, it sounds terrific. And uh, doors open at 530 at the Rock Church. The Pledge of Allegiance kicks off at 6 o'clock. Speakers are going to be limited to, you know, 10, 15 minutes, so it's not going to be a super late night. Anybody and everybody should get out there. Is there a charge? Uh, How do people get tickets? How do they find out more? For those that are on our email list, they will have an Eventbrite link. Other than that, you can go to our website, which is wethewomenusa.org. That's wethewomenusa.org. Tickets are $10 if you pre-register, $5 for students under the age of 21, and $12 at the door. Well, it just sounds fantastic. Go go ahead. I'm sorry. We we still have room, so please uh, come and join us. Yeah, and the Rock Church is just a great place. That church is being used to um, permit... So many groups to get together and and speak out, and I'm, I don't know. I've just never felt more inspired at all the people who, you know, are getting up off their couch, are not just saying, you know, yeah, sure, I'm going to vote and then go back to my life, but man, I've got to do something to wake up my friends, my neighbors, my family, uh, because if these gas prices, if this, uh, the crime rate, if the damage and destruction going on to our kids in our schools with Gosh, cutting off their body parts and, you know, just everything. It's it's unbelievable where we're at right now, and that should inspire people to grab it and grab it quickly. And that means this election, November 8th, ballots go out October 17th, so there's no time to waste in getting people involved and getting them educated. So, Tony, I really appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you very, very soon and uh, and meeting you and seeing everybody out there. Give the rundown again one more time and where people can get tickets. All right, our tickets are, uh, you can get them off the website at wethewomenusa.org. $10 if you pre-register, $12 at the door, $5 for students. Uh, And it is, again, October 6th. The doors open at 5.30. And the Rock Church is located at 4881 Cherokee Drive, Castle Rock, Colorado. Very, very good. You can hear the live music getting started out here at the Reagan Roundup. Uh, Tony, I'll see you later. Thank you very much. Good job first time on the radio. Very, very professional. Thank you. All right. God bless. Yep. Live music is cooking. You can still get tickets at the door. We're live at the Ranch Country Club out here in Westminster off of 120th and Tihone. And... Um, Man, it's starting to smell good in here, too. And people are coming up. I'm going to probably put some folks on the radio 
as we move through. I'll reach out to Tig Tigan here on this next break and see if he's going to make himself available at 6 o'clock. But I also created some, uh, had some audio put together, and thanks very much to Geronimo and, and Lewis for getting everything done on this uh, sort of short-notice crazy day. But uh, Bill Maher is really starting to impress me. Uh, you know, radical lefty, we all know that, and uh, we know how he's voted in the past and everything else. But culture is always ahead of politics, always. And the culture on the radical left is changing and changing fast. And when you hear this sort of pieces from a monologue by Bill Maher, yeah, it's funny. Uh, and yeah, it's provocative. But there was an essay written about how modern day progressives are trying to change history and make it fit to our view of the world today. And he doesn't like it. And I'll tell you what, if a lefty like Bill Maher is coming out and saying some of the things that he's saying, I think we are in for a good change of direction very, very soon. So we'll play some of that for you when we return. Right now, though, we're going to take a pause. You're listening to Wake Up with Randy Corcoran here on 710 KNUS. We're back live at the Reagan Roundup. The Ranch Country Club in Westminster and Adams County GOP Republican event tonight. Tickets available at the door. Southern barbecue, dancing, music, politicos, and a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, we've had Chuck from Tulsa holding on the line for quite a while, so let's t- check in with Chuck. And then we've got some live guests here as well. Chuck, welcome to the show. Randy, uh, sure, sure miss you in the morning. But, hey, listen, uh, Tiffany Smiley up in Washington State running against Patty Murray. Are you, are you familiar Yes, I am. Well, okay. Um, well, have you seen those three ads that, that she has? They're 30-second spots, and I'll tell you what. It goes to show you anybody who wants to make an ad, it doesn't take much. And I'll tell you what, they sure give a punch. She has the one where um, she's standing to the side of uh, Starbucks that closed down because the crime was so bad. Um, they just had to shut it down to keep uh, their, you know, the employees. They couldn't keep them safe anymore. And she says, like, even if you could afford it, she goes, uh, you know, you couldn't work here safely or something like it. I can't remember about the crime being so bad. It's uh, that one alone is like if you're laying down, you just have to sit up and think, geez, where's my checkbook? I'm going to send something in. I mean, um, it goes to show you, you could do that like around Denver, like walk around like those homeless camps and say, really, is this what you want for like another another six years? You know, Um and what you know, walk through the grocery store. What about the economy? I mean, I just don't get it. But uh, that's well, a race to watch because I believe she's going to do it. Yeah, that's that's a race that uh, Republicans are very focused on, and could be another pickup um, to grab the Senate majority, which is really looking good. And uh, Chuck, we've got live guests lined up here. I really appreciate you following us over to the evenings. Hope to hear from you again real soon. God bless you there in Tulsa. Before we check in with our first guest, uh, understand Donald Trump's on the stage at his Michigan rally. Let's pipe into that for just a moment. Do we have the Trump rally? Ah, But look at what we've been through together. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Which would have never happened if I was president. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two, the Mueller report that came to a conclusion of no collusion. That's pretty good. Came to a conclusion 
of no collusion. Do you think Biden could say that? I don't think so. <laughs> that's pretty that's a pretty good. I would say that's a tough one. Now. <laughs> Conclusion, no collusion. I can't say it. I'm glad Trump could. Biden certainly could not. All right, we're live at the Reagan Roundup, uh, the Ranch Country Club out here in beautiful Westminster, the Adams County event this evening. Southern barbecue, live music should be great. And we are joined by one of those folks that is working hard to earn a vote right out here in Adams County. His name is Joseph Domenico. He's running for county commissioner in District 4. Joseph, welcome. Thank you for the invitation to be here tonight. It's good to have you. Tell a little bit about your background. Well, I'd like to let you know I'm a lifelong Adams County resident. I've been here all my life. I've lived in District 4 grew up in the Welby area, uh, was in the business of uh, family farming, which this year the family farm is 100 years old on its fourth generation. Wow, that is uh, that is pretty cool. When you go home, can you feel the spirits and the, the relatives, the, the ancestors? Oh, yes. Yes, you do. You do. Like I said, it was my dad's father that started it in 1922. So that's good to be part of that uh, connection. And uh, I'm I've been doing a lot and worked in business a lot, so I understand what this job takes, and I'm ready to move forward with it. Yeah, I would guess as a farmer that you've had to interact with the county commissioners quite a bit and, uh, you know, put some pressure on or get some help or whatever. So uh, what made you decide to make the move into this political role? Well, what I decided is, like you said, I've been here all my life, and I just don't feel Adams County is going in the right direction. Uh, we got high crime, high vehicle theft. Um, I'm a big supporter of the oil and gas. I think we need to get back to doing that in Adams County. We just need to make Adams County for everyone. That's part of my mission. Yeah, that's awesome. And so District 4, what, uh, what's the general boundaries for that? Well, it's considered that Welby area, and it goes a little bit west. And then it's it's like the smallest area there, but it's mostly considered the Welby area, which I grew up in all my life. Very, very good. So what can people do to help you? Well, they can help me by donating or the biggest endorsement I could use from uh, all the Adams County people is your vote on November 8th. Better believe it. Well, Joseph, thank you, and good luck to you, sir. Thank you. You better believe it. All right, what a gorgeous night it is, man. The clouds, you know, it's been raining some on and off, but right now you've just got those dark clouds, but the sun starting to get behind them as it heads its way down behind the mountains. And, uh, wow, that looks good. While we, uh, while we wait for our next guest to make her way over here, let's go ahead and start the, um, the Bill Maher audio. And let me just set this up a little bit. We'll start with cut one. We'll go through these just uh, numerically as we go through the last hour or so of the show. But um, Bill Maher, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't listen to him. I've never thought he was funny. That's just so vulgar and everything else. But what's important now is that culture leads politics. And this left-wing, super successful, ultra-rich, liberal comedian who's always been, uh, you know, very, very provocative when it comes to politics and politicians and, of course, bashing on people like you and me and others, is really waking up to the destruction, the damage that is being done to our country with all of this wokeism. And so he had a very interesting monologue, and let's go ahead and start it with cut one. Who doesn't have moments from your past that make you cringe? Who hasn't said, I can't believe I said that? I can't believe I wore that. I can't believe I thought that. I can't believe I did that. You ate dirt. 
You wanted to be a Ghostbuster. You shoplifted gum. You tried to be a white breakdancer. You... You wanted to marry Scott Baio. I read Ayn Rand. I smoked. I was into numerology. Yes, because we hadn't then grown into the persons we would become. And humanity writ large is just the collective version of that. He's talking, and uh, he'll get to this a little bit later in these uh, pieces that we pulled out, about an essay that was published by a guy named James H. Sweet, who's president of the American Historical Association. And uh, the way the good old Washington Post described it, he, he said, this is their spin on what he said, historians are succumbing to presentism. The temptation to read all of history through a contemporary lens, in particular through an emphasis on modern social justice issues. And, of course, he's right. And I haven't read the essay yet. I just stumbled across this stuff this afternoon. But um, what will not surprise you, what will not shock you, which will certainly disappoint you as it disappointed me, is that after this column came out, and we'll hear uh, Bill Maher make perfect sense out of um, sort of his synopsis of it, of course, the man had to issue an apology. And I'll read that to you sometime before the show is over as well. Let's go to cut two. Did Columbus commit atrocities? Of course. But people back then were generally atrocious. <laughs> Everybody who could afford one had a slave, including people of color. The way people talk about slavery these days, you'd think it was a uniquely American thing that we invented in 1619. But slavery throughout history has been the rule, not the exception. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans, all the way up through R. Kelly. black rap star who is going away most likely for the rest of his life for uh, having sex slaves, some of them underage. Uh, that's what he was convicted of. But isn't it interesting? Bill Maher, of all people, starting to understand what the left is doing to the history of our country and how inappropriate and how damaging and how dangerous it is. So are you ready to sit down, Peggy? All right, we've got a couple of minutes. Let's go ahead and pop you on and in. Happy to be joined by Peggy Propst, running for the State Board of Education out here in the brand new CD8. Peggy, welcome. Hi, how is everybody? Well, I hope they're okay. It's a lot of fun with the background noise and everything. It gives a different feel for a radio show. It is. When you're live out on the out in the field, it's exciting. So, well, thanks for having an, uh, taking an opportunity to have me on. So one of the things we want to make sure that people do right now is just make sure and vote their values. Um, I can't tell you. I've talked to my husband and I've talked to well over 7,500 people personally with conversations. And what we're hearing is that people have just had a belly full. I've had a belly full of, of critical race theory, a belly full of profiling and 
uh, politics of division as opposed to cohesiveness, you know, really focusing on factual history. They are tired of having their kids, uh, little first graders, come home from school and say, Mommy, my teacher asked me today if I wanted to be a boy or a girl. You know, really what we need to do is go back and protect our children's innocence. Make sure that it's parents who are the ones that are going to be talking to their kids about any sort of sexual education, and that does not belong in the school. Um, we want to make sure that uh, more than 40% of our kids are going to be able to read in Colorado. So when is, when 60% of our kids, so 6 out of 10 kids, cannot read at grade level by the time they leave third grade, we have a crisis. And we have got to go back and make sure that we teach teachers how to teach kids how to read and get back to the basics in our classrooms. That's what I hear over and over. It's remarkable. I, I've been talking for, I don't know, 10 months maybe. It just came on my heart uh, uh, during a moment of prayer about the Great Awakening. Uh, COVID was a Great Awakening for so many parents to actually learn the garbage that was being force-fed into their kids' heads. Uh, we've seen mothers rise up all around the country, the, the great victory in, in Virginia uh, with the Republican governor and legislature there. Uh, earlier on the show, I had a, there's a, a program, a group called We the Women, and you should probably connect with them. They might be able to help you, but they're putting together a program next week called The Power of 500. And I've just been playing some clips of Bill Maher, of all people, who is waking up to the damage that's being done by the woke teaching of history. And I, I see on your flyer here one of your things. Yes, teach factual history and American opportunity. Culture always leads politics. And if a left-wingy winger like Bill Maher is catching on, imagine how America is waking up. They are absolutely waking up. I tell people, really, education right now is a nonpartisan issue. It's not Democrat, Republican, or unaffiliated. Um, parents out there are sick of it. Uh, one of the things we want to make sure is that people do get out and vote. A lot, of, uh, a fact that people don't know is that Jared Polis began his political career in the state of Colorado on the State Board of Education back in 2000. And he was running at large for the state seat. Out of 1.64 million voters that voted, Jared Polis won by 90 votes. Nine zero. That's nine people having nine of their friends go out and go vote with them that we could have changed the course of history in Colorado. So I ask people, please, you've got ten fingers, make sure you and nine of your other friends go vote. Make sure they do the same thing because we have got to get back to getting Colorado um, on, a, on a better direction. We've got to make sure that our kids are not going to be indoctrinated in our schools but have the opportunity to learn how to think and not be told what to think in our schools. We're talking with Peggy, Peggy Probst. Am I pronouncing that correctly? It's P-R-O-P-S running for the State Board of Education in the brand-new CD8. Her website is Peggy Probst for kids the number 4, PeggyProbst4Kids.com. What's the best way with only a couple weeks until ballots drop and uh, just a little over five weeks till Election Day that people can help you now? Well, there's a couple ways you can do this. Go to my website, PeggyProbstForKids.com, um, as Randy said. Make sure to like and share it. Go to my Facebook page, like and share it. Share with your friends and neighbors. There's also a voter guide that's coming out, and the voter guides that are coming out have all different candidates um, that are nonpartisan, right? It's got both sides on it. Um, if you want to get these to your churches, if you want to have your churches go deliver these, um, I'd love to have you contact me, um, and we can figure out how to get those in your churches. And that website is the most direct way to contact you, big contact button there. I love hearing you talk about getting the churches involved again because, you know, from the radical left, they're talking about Christian nationalism. And it's just so ridiculous, the extremes they will go as just 
everyday normal Americans try to stand up again and protect their values that are being stripped away from us by these radical Democrats. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And give your website one more time. So it's Peggy Probst, P-R-O-P-S-T, the number four kids.com. So Peggy Probst for kids.com. Let's go win this battle together and secure the hearts and minds of our kids back to where they belong. Very good, Peggy. Thank you very, very much. All right, we're broadcasting live. We're at the ranch in Westminster. It's the Reagan Roundup. And uh, you can tell from the background noise that things are starting to pack up here. You can still get tickets at the door. A great southern barbecue. Took me 30 minutes from 710 KNUS to get here. Um, so, you know, depends on where you're at, but you could still make it by in time for dinner and dancing. Come on down. We'll be back with the second hour of the show. Stay with us. I'm Randy Corcoran, 710 KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.